Hello, welcome to this podcast. My name is Pamela Mutenga. I'm the founder of Abundant Life Family Care. And the topic today is Black Wealth Creation. Yes, you had it right, Black Wealth Creation. The title of our message today is Why is the Black community at the bottom of the wealth spectrum compared to other communities? The first point is lack of generational wealth that has been passed down from one generation to another compared to other communities. We know that generational wealth is an aspect of financial planning that is geared towards passing down stable, significant financial resources to future generations. Um, Most or some black households, uh, families, if you, I may call it like that. I know like in Africa, um, wealth is not passed down to girls uh, or, you know, they don't really care about the next generation or even the other generations to come when it comes to wealth, to pass it down so that uh, maybe the next generations have a good quality of life. But it's not the same with uh, with uh, white counterparts. They are intentional about um, planning financially for even generations to come. So that is something we need to change in our community as black people. I know where I come from in Africa. Polygamy in the families, you know, is uh, rampant. Like uh, fathers can have different wives. So that also, you know, depletes the the wealth of of the family because it has to be shared. Or uh, if one mom moves out of the home, then the other wife who comes in doesn't want the wealth to be passed down to you know another wife's children um i think also in the black community we need to be intentional with uh, teaching our children about the value of money practice it by being examples to our children living below our means Uh, let our children see it from us and let's talk about it we know that uh, when it comes to the topic of money it's a taboo in uh, a lot of African families or black families, maybe people are, 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 are worried that I am not uh, wealthy enough or I don't even have any money to my name, so I can't talk about wealth to my children in case they ask me how much I earn or in case they ask me how much I'm worth. But uh, for the sake of our children, for the sake of ourselves as well, and our children to come, it's a good thing to pass down those skills to teach our children, just like you teach them how to cook, teach them how to clean, let, let that be in our mind that we need to teach you know, our children also how to manage money by living it ourselves. You know, There are a few things we can do to teach them about, about you know, managing money. Things like uh, you know, budgeting, things like, uh, uh, things like uh, budgeting, yes, and other things as well that can help them, you know, when they grow up, track, tracking our spending, living below our means, decreasing debt, understanding the difference between assets and uh, liabilities. The next point is lack of financial intelligence. We know that uh, financial intelligence or financial literacy is not taught in schools. I'm sure there's a reason as to why they, didn't, they don't teach financial intelligence in schools, but they can teach European history, they can teach things that are not going to benefit us in the future about uh, Hitler, you know, 
So let's make it a point in our homes to learn about money and teach our children about money, you know? Because 80% of a person's problems is directly or indirectly related to money. We know that um, there's a lot of divorces going on because of money, money problems in the home. You know, I wish someone had told me earlier on in life that working hard wouldn't guarantee financial freedom. I got it wrong. I thought, okay, if I work hard, that's how I can get financially free. But that's, that's not true. You know, so we need to educate ourselves. We need to get our, educate our children uh, on how, you know, we can be financially free. You know, we know that financial literacy provides you with the ability to analyze and understand the numbers so you can create and achieve financial goals. In a lot of black households, maybe because they've grown up in poverty, you know, you, you they don't have... Uh, a plan for the next five years, financial plan for the next five years. And also this has been caused by, uh, you know, a lot of programming in the way we, 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 we see money, in the way we see life. So there needs to be a, a paradigm shift. Even the Bible says, renew your mind. Mm? We know that uh, behavior controls our lives. So we need to renew our minds and start to Uh, think differently about you know creating wealth and also yes we start to think differently about the way we we, people see us or what we bring to the marketplace as a people what we bring of value to the marketplace other than just going to work and expecting things to change if we've not changed the way we think about money and about because we know money is not just you know paper money money is you know is given in exchange of what we are giving today to, to the service we are giving to people. So that brings us to the other point, the next point, which is um, uh, that brings us to the next point, which is uh, um, extended family dependence or family dependence. You know, maybe they are not from our immediate family, but we know uh, in a lot of families when maybe someone um, has a house and they have a job and they are settled, they have a family, uh, people who are less maybe successful in that area in their family will come up and say, oh, you know, can you help out with my children's fees or um, I need help with this or that. But we know that... um, you know, having a house and having a car, those are not assets yet. Those are liabilities. And we building wealth requires us to to create um, assets that will bring in money, put money in our pocket, like uh, maybe have a house that you rent out that brings in money. You know, so giving out money to fa- family members will not help us to to create wealth we need to be wise and sometimes there could be several family members coming for help that means every month maybe how many people are asking you for money so if you're giving out most of your money you cannot be able to build wealth so we have to be wise because at the end of the day maybe 10 years down the line if you have invested for yourself for your family for your future generations 
And also these very people, if they come up and you've not given all your money away and you've given them maybe just a percentage of, you know, you've helped some people, but in your family, but you've not given away all your money. Um, then you can be able to help them because now you're financially free and you're uh, in a position to help more. Otherwise, if you don't uh, plan for yourself, if you don't invest, then you'll not be in a position to help more people. The next point is our culture as black people. We do not pursue real success. I think it also boils down to the way we've been programmed that, uh, you know, we can't succeed beyond this level. Or even if we, you know, we create a product or a service, no one will buy it. Uh, mostly for those who live in the Western world like me, you think, okay, we are just the minority as a black people. So how many people will buy my product anyway? It will take time to build, you know, but at least try and market you, you know, create your product or service and market it. And, you know, at least you would have done something than not trying. It's be- like they say, it's better to try than not trying. Uh, we need to go out there and try to to pursue success and believe we can achieve success instead of thinking, okay, oh, I've not seen many role models in in my black community being successful, so that means I won't be successful. We need to go out and pursue real success. And the next point is, you know, as a black community, that is true. And uh, there's been research done that, you know, we like to floss. I think that comes from uh, coming from uh, poorer backgrounds or not seeing wealth a lot in our community as a black community. So when people get money and they are well, you know, they get a bit of money, maybe they have a job that is paying them well, instead of investing in uh, assets that will bring them money, they go for buying the most expensive cars, investing, no, I mean buying the um, an expensive house. But it doesn't mean that you can afford those things just because you have money in the pocket to buy them doesn't mean you can afford them. I like the way, you know, um, people like um, Warren Buffett think, you know, that someone was asking him, uh, why don't you drive a good car yet you have money, a new car? And he said, if I do the math, if I invest that money in the next 20 years, 40 years, uh, that money will be worth this much. That is a person who thinks about generational wealth and thinks about his children even his children's children he's not thinking about the now he's thinking about 10 years down the line he's thinking about 40 years down the line but we don't think that way in most cases we want it now we do not want uh you know delayed gratification we want instant gratification which is the real killer of uh, creating wealth the next point is we as a black community do, do not have a community per se. You know, uh, we do not support each other. And most especially in the Western world where we are the minority, um, people are so used to going, maybe the people in the black community are so used to going to the supermarket, just buy stuff for themselves, uh, go in the Indian shop to buy hair products or makeup or whatever it is. Uh, because there are not so many black businesses around. But we have to be intentional with the way we spend. They say that in the black community, when we get money in our pockets, 
the black pound uh doesn't even go around the moment it hits our pocket it's going to the next community which is not a, a, a black community it could be a white community it could be an asian community and yet for a jewish pound it goes around maybe eight times it bounces around 10 eight times in their community because before it goes out that shows that uh, you know they are intentional they Jews are intentional with how they spend their money they will spend their money in their community uh, give it to their own people invest in their own businesses and also spend uh, their money in their community because they know at the end of the day you know as you spend in your own community they'll come back and also maybe buy from you or grow your community increase the wealth of your community and they in return these people can provide jobs but we sometimes complain about you know white people not giving us jobs instead of building our communities and then provide jobs in our communities so that is a big one as well you know that we need to build our communities we need to support each other's businesses there is a theory they call the crab you know mentality or the crab uh, theory that uh, because there are not so many businesses black businesses around when when, when um, one person tries to succeed uh, the other people in the black community will not even support them even buy a product from them even support them morally they want to see them down you know in the with the crab theory they say that when there are crabs in a bucket one, if one crab is trying to get out the other crabs will try to pull them down so that it also comes back down in the bucket instead of climb, climbing up the out of the bucket this is one of the things that is keeping us uh, at the bottom of the wealth spectrum um the next point is uh we like the get rich quick schemes you know if uh, maybe um a business comes up which is about investing and it says it's offering 20 20% per year in return oh that is that will be a big thing for us wow 20% i can get this much and yet you know there are not a lot of financial you know investing uh businesses like that where you can invest and get 20% return or 50% return per year that is unrealistic and most of those uh, businesses do not stay for a long time maybe they stay for a short time and they can't they they can't survive in the market and they have to close and we know that building a thing takes time so investing also takes time if you're going to invest for the long haul at least look at 77% or 10% per year like uh, you know investing in the stock market there are a lot of books out there about investing a lot of you know videos now free videos on youtube it's not like in the uh, olden days where the, if you wanted to learn about uh, financial literacy you had to maybe buy a program pay a lot of money now it's you know there are a lot of books there are a lot of videos that you can learn from and be able to educate yourself and change your financial financial situation so um yeah let's go out there let's learn let's change our lives let's change uh uh 
where we think our mentality so that we may be able to create wealth and able to change um, to change our situations. Thank you for listening. Uh, I have been Pamela, like I said. Um, God bless you. Uh, waiting to hear your comments and uh, let's keep the conversation going. Thank you. Bye-bye.